Welcome everybody to a new episode of the What's Up Fandom Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today. I'm also going to be the only one on this episode. Um, Yeah, we had some scheduling conflicts and a laptop died and had to be taken into the shop. So uh, yeah, it's it's me by myself today. And today I'm going to be talking and we're going to have a really short episode. So just get ready for that. I hate doing episodes by myself. Um, But today we're going to be doing an episode on... Wes Anderson's newest film, Asteroid City. Um, So first off, we're going to read the IMDb description, like we always do. Following a writer from his world-famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his tech-obsessed family to small rural Asteroid City to compete in a junior stargazing event, only to have his worldview disrupted forever. Um, I mean, you know what? IMDb doesn't do usually do a really good job uh, of giving us all of the information that we need or really giving us any sort of information. So this is actually kind of cool that they actually did a good job of explaining a little bit about the what the movie is about. Um, we are just going to kind of go through um, some of the uh, some of the actors and uh, wonderful talent that were in this show, uh, this movie. Um, we have Brian Cranston, Edward Norton, Jason Schwartzman. Jack Ryan, sorry, it's Jake Ryan. Jack Ryan's the other guy. Scarlett Johansson, Grace Edwards, Maya Hawk. We also have Jeffrey Wright, uh, Leif Schreiber, Tom Hanks is in it. Uh, there's Matt Dillon. There's so many people that are in this movie. It's it's almost insane. Just the amount of people that are in here. Oh, Steve Carell. Forgot about Steve Carell. Um, yeah, told us. I forgot Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton's in it. Um, it's it's a really good like pure Wes Anderson. It is a fun little romp. Um, if you like Wes Anderson films, you're going to like this movie. If you're not super big on Wes Anderson films, this one, while it is a you know your standard Wes Anderson film, there are a lot of different things in this that I actually liked a little bit better. Just the way that it kind of plays out. Um, Really, the way this is kind of shot is this is a TV production hosted by Brian Cranston. Um, He is going to, like, it's a TV production that is telling the story of a movie that is based on a play that is based on a book. So it's, it's, the whole thing is just ridiculous, and I absolutely love it. Um, Just... We you keep going through different areas um, of of you'll you'll start with Brian Cranston and he'll be talking and all of his stuff is in black and white uh, except for one time he does kind of show up in the um, the actual part um, that's not the play the actual like story version um, so he does kind of pop up one time he's like am I supposed to be here no oh okay and then he just leaves which I thought was you know f- super fun um, it's. We have a lot of different people coming together. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is a stage performer. Um, we've got Jason Schwartzman, who is a... Uh, he's kind of a dad. I'm not 100% sure what... Uh, he's a photographer. That's right. He's a war photographer. Um, he's a war photographer. Um, he's there. Uh, Tom Hanks... Like, he just lost his wife, and I, I believe two weeks ago. And he tells his kids when their car breaks down in Asteroid City... Um, Because they're actually there to uh, show his son Woodrow at this junior astronauts camp, um, junior stargazers. Um, So that's it's really fun. I 
again, I, I really like the, the movie. Um, I'm not going to spoil a lot of it. There are some, because I mean, really with a Wes Anderson thing, it's it's a lot of character retrospectives and character story. That is what the majority of, to me, Wes Anderson movies are. Um, I like this one better than, say, something like Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, it's I'm, it's right up there with me for, like, right up there for me with, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, Isle of Dogs, um... Yeah, like the, the though, yeah, yeah. I would say those are pretty, pretty high on my list. There, um, I did see this at Flix, so uh, I, I absolutely love the Flix Brew House. Uh, it's one of my, it really, it's it's the only theater I go to anymore. I, I don't like going to places like AMC or anything like that. Um, not anymore, just because I don't like the the amount it, it's hard to say without sounding like a super loser but i don't like seeing movies with um people that are going to be on their phones that i've had multiple times where i've sit in, sat next to somebody or like a couple people down or in front at an amc and they're just on their phones and you can't tell anybody because i mean like if i get up to try and tell somebody that's even more disturbing to me because i'm missing the movie um, so usually I just, I let it go and I kind of seethe and they, they're on their phone and it's just annoying. Um, but I, I like it flicks cause like you do pay a little bit more money for your movie theaters. Cause it is a, it's an experience to go like they, they build it as like an experience. And so you do pay a little bit more money. And I've, I notice whenever you do pay a little bit more money, you tend to actually watch the movie and not be on your phone. Um, I mean, as a, like a, you know, $16 movie opposed to like a $6 movie, uh, it, it's just going to be a little bit different. Um, cause again, you've spent a little bit more money. So to me, you want to actually go in and watch the movie. Um, I, I thought this movie was again, really, really good. It's definitely on the, on the past stream rent or buy. It's definitely a buy for me. Again, I like Wes Anderson. I thought the visuals were really good. There's there's a joke that I think is hilarious. Edward Norton and Jason Schwartzman, again, Jason Schwartzman kind of comes in and he's dressed in, uh, I believe the setting is like the 19, like right after World War II. Um, so he's dressed in almost like a GI's uniform, um, kind of like a dress uniform, really. And, but except he's got like some like white tennis shoes on, which I thought was great. Um, he comes in and Edward Norton is sitting there and he's the writer of this play and everything. And he sits there and he's like, so are you, are you back from the war or are you a GI? And Jason Schwartzman's like, no, I'm an actor in one of your plays. And there's a line that Edward Norton does that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Nobody else in the theater, I think even guffawed. Um, but I was like giggly. Um, he says, oh, so property of the Department of Wardrobe. And it's, you know, kind of a history thing. So uh, really back before World War II, really, I want to say the majority of uh, countries, they had a Department of War and the de and the Department of War or the War Department. Um, the Department of War actually is the one that's usually in control of the army. Um, so the fact that he said the uh, Department of the Wardrobe, I thought was absolutely great because, again, it is just an army uniform that they're using for the play. Brilliant. Thought it was great. Um, it is kind of funny. Like whenever you do watch this movie, it does show that Jeff Goldblum's in this movie as the alien. They let you know that 
like again wes anderson puts the credits up at the beginning of the movie um lets you know that wes anderson is i mean uh jeff goldblum is the alien um he's in it for like three seconds <laughs> uh it's it's great uh, the alien i thought they did a really good job of um whenever you see the alien i think you'll see what i mean it's chef's kiss love it um yeah i i, I it's it's great uh but yeah like uh the music was really good they did play uh my great great uncle um bob wills uh my man shout out uh bob wills and his texas playboys used to play at the canes ballroom um yeah so he actually like he has a song in there and i thought it was, it was really nice to to hear the moment i heard him i was just like I, you hear it kind of like through the louds, like through, through, through like these speakers. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, is that Uncle Bob? And I'm just sitting there like, that sounds like Bob Wills. And yep, sure enough, uh, it was Bob Wills. It was pretty fun. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely like the movie. It's really great. Again, kind of what I was saying about the flicks. Um, what I love about them is they're, if you've ever been to an Alamo, it's kind of the same type of experience where you go, you see the movie, you sit down, you eat your food. Um, you can have uh, You can have some bevies if you want. But they also, instead of playing just like normal, like crap at the beginning of the, you know, while you're waiting in the theater, um, they like to, you know, tailor it. So they'll play different music and everything to kind of uh, do stuff like that, like music videos. Um, and this one, since it was Wes Anderson, they played some clips from, uh, for instance, like the Royal Tannenbaums. Uh, they also had his SNL skit. Um the midnight cordry of sinister terrors uh which is again i think still one of the best snl little movie mock skits uh they played that and i've i knew i was in a great place with that um i did see another movie so it was it was a really big weekend for me for movies so i saw i uh, did see asteroid city but then i also saw no hard feelings um the next day literally the next day uh starring you know uh jennifer lawrence um andrew barth feldman and matthew broderick there are others there but those are the main ones for me mainly because i am perpetually in love with matthew broderick um yeah so uh imdb uh on the brink of losing her home maddie finds an intriguing job listing helicopter parents looking for someone to bring their introverted 19 year old son out of his shell before college she has one summer to make him a man or die trying uh this was uh, definitely a dark comedy um it's got it's got a lot of really good bits in it i thought jennifer lawrence absolutely knocked it out of the park um i have not seen this uh the andrew barth feldman in anything before um but i thought he was really good he he and jennifer lawrence actually played off of each other very very well um she is again she that they, they do do a bit with with her that's that's pretty funny um so the helicopter parents uh matthew broderick and laura uh ben benati i apologize if i butcher your name um they are put up put an ad on craigslist to have somebody come over and help make a date quote um you know or you know date their son um so that he can become a man before he goes to college and they're gonna offer up like a 1993 you know corolla um so 
she decides, you know what? I, I need this. Everything's kind of going off. Her home is that her mother left her. Um, property taxes, because they live in Montauk. Um, property taxes are skyrocketing because only rich people pretty much go there. Um, so she's an Uber driver. Her car gets towed. So she needs, this is how, like, this is how she pays for everything is she, you know, Ubers during the summer for the rich people. Uh, so that usually gives her her whole entire income. Uh, because, you know, winter days, nobody goes to Montauk because it's rainy and apparently bad. Um, the only people that do that are the Jacksons. If you're, if you know Percy Jackson, you, you got that reference. But anyway, um, they, I was actually kind of hoping because his name is Percy. I was really kind of hoping their last name was going to be Jackson. I wonder, I wonder if that was a thing. Cause I mean, it's Montauk and, you know, Percy anyway, um, they, I don't know. I got on a tangent there, guys. See, this is what happens when I do things by myself. I just go off on tangents. I need somebody here to kind of rein me in. Um, but on, in this movie, uh, she needs she needs this job, so she's decided. You know, what? I'm gonna go in and you know date this kid's brains out, as Matthew Broderick would say. So she goes in. She meets him. Um, she's tr trying to flirt hardcore. He's not getting it because he's kind of an introvert. Um, it ends up going like a lot of comedy does ensue. Uh, they go skinny dipping at one point and she ends up some kids coming to steal their clothes. She ends up beating the crap out of them. Uh, I thought that was good. I'm not, again, kind of the same thing. Usually we spoil things on the show. I'm not going to spoil anything on this show just because I do like the turn that this movie takes. Um, I thought it was going to be. I mean, you, you can kind of see where it's going to go. You know it's not going to work because this is a 19-year-old and a 32-year-old um, who you, that I thought was great. She's like, I like I was 31 last year. It's like, so how old are you this year? It's like, this year, um, I'm 32. I thought that was great. That was, it, was a fun, it was a funny little bit when she's explaining her age. Um, but you know it's not going to work because it's a 19-year-old and a 32-year-old. He's off to Princeton in the fall, and she... Has relationship issues. She can't keep anybody down. She is constantly, you know, blowing through people, and it's causing her friends to kind of be like, uh, again. Um, and so yeah, she she doesn't want to leave her home, and it's it yeah. Anyway, uh, the the turn that the movie does take, um, and it takes it, a, you know, again, like the beginning of the four, like the fourth act is primarily, you know, what happens and the turn and i think it is is really really good um i was ex I, going into this i was expecting it to be something like good boys um but it actually was not um the comedy was there i thought the comedy was good the movie uh, the, the music was good lots of man eater so if you like hollow notes love it um i i thought that was like the music was good like the comedy was was really good um a lot of it is kind of over the top uh, but again, it's, it's, it's a comedy movie. I thought, again, I thought Jennifer Lawrence did great. Um, Matthew Broderick, I wish would be my dad. Um, it's, it also, the movie is, is, is shot in Montauk is just beautiful. <laughs> it looks like a really nice, it kind of makes me want to go to upstate New York and, you know, go up there and I don't, I don't know, sit. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm terrible with things. Um, but yeah, like I, I think it's, it's, it's a really good movie. The turn for me is one of the best things about the movie and the way that it does resolve because yeah, yeah I'm again, not going to spoil it uh, other than the fact that he does find out that she has been hired 
and that's where the turn happens and that's where i think the movie gets better i i think it does a really good job especially with their how their relationship unfolds after that i think it's great um so yeah that's it's pretty much you know the two movies that i saw um this weekend unfortunately no movies for josh no movies um because we are going to be at SoonerCon in beautiful norman oklahoma uh luke and i are going to be at SoonerCon. we will be there uh friday and saturday and sunday so all three all three um you can find us on uh we were i'm doing a panel uh, i'm actually moderating the getting into dungeons and dragons 5e at noon on friday so if you're going to be there i'm this episode comes out on friday so it's going to be a little bit ooh. Um, but anyway so we have that episode i mean we have that you can see us there uh, meet me and luke we'll have we have swag for anybody that comes and sees us we got you um and then uh, i'm also going to be there doing some panels on sunday as well so uh m friday and sunday you can catch me on some panels uh, i think there's a getting into podcasting panel um that i'm going to be doing uh, a couple other um panels that uh, seem pretty fun so yeah we'll we'll do those uh you will see us there we will go back to our normal content next week um where i believe we're gonna have po like oliver hopefully and possibly jason simpson um the man the myth of the legend uh to come on and do a the flash episode um if not we're also going to be doing a sooner con kind of like recap episode if we end up doing the flash we'll probably pop you know tack that in at the beginning just let you know how sooner con was um and then you know other cons that we're hoping to go to yeah thanks uh thanks you all Th thanks you all jeez uh, like i said guys this is don't let me record by myself but again thank you all for listening um again my name is josh kane you can find me on twitter and instagram at josh l kane but more importantly you can find the podcast on instagram at what's up fandom and on twitter at what's up fandom pc for podcast you can find our anime content the anime book club where we just do all kinds of wonderful anime things you can find that on twitter at anime book club pc for podcast and on instagram at anime underscore book underscore club uh we've got our anime episodes that come out on mondays for anime mondays and we have what's up fandom episodes coming out every friday for fandom friday so again thank you all for joining uh me today as i basically ramble into a microphone for about well 18 minutes and 24 seconds um but again thank you all enjoy have a great fourth of july weekend if you don't celebrate fourth of july have a great fourth of july weekend i don't know i'm i'm not going to be celebrating I, I i sit alone and and do nothing other than look at my vintage video games so that's what I, that's my plans um but yeah so thank you all again um check us out wherever you you know download your podcast so your itunes stitcher Podbean, being google play spotify uh we're getting our stuff back on youtube we're working on that and if you have any recommendations for the podcast shoot them our way on our social media or at what's up fandom podcast at gmail.com thank you all and have a great rest of your day <laughs>